Welcome Australia, you're on Good Health Radio with Kylie Roger and today we have a wonderful lady, Susan Mills. She's a spiritual teacher and healer and her website is Soulology. I love that name. Welcome Susan. Thanks so much Kylie, it's a pleasure to be here with you. What I wanted to speak to you about today was so much about spiritual things because in our lives if we're sick or unwell we generally go to the GP, they're our sort of go-to person, the hospital But now it seems like so many more people are looking for something else, something a bit different. So what is spiritual healing that you do? Oh, Kylie, it's a big question with a a fairly sort of elaborate answer, I guess, but two two short things I could say. I work with an emotional healing technique, which is called life alignment, to get to the real core of the emotions that underlie physical or emotional imbalances in the body the other aspect of it is of course soul energy so where you're connecting with the higher aspect of yourself that always knows what's needed for your healing and that's the universal wisdom of the soul so there's two aspects to what I do and I absolutely love the work it's it is different and it is you know outside of the medical world a little bit Um, but it brings such wisdom because it's the higher aspect of the person and their well-being that knows the part that's needed for their healing so that's that's kind of what I do emotional aspect but also the soul aspect is very much a part of it so it's the actual healing is led by the person's subconscious or soul I would say by their soul, which is the higher aspect, the subconscious is really parts that get hidden, which is where a lot of programming and difficulties can get caught in that sort of aspect of the subconscious. The soul is a higher energy that lives, and we we look at all our lives, that feeling of coming home, and that's the soul is the aspect that is all-knowing, you know, and that beautiful, when we feel that soul connection, it's heart-centered, it's warm, it's vibrant there's no judgment it's just a pure space of love and that's the energy of soul healing that comes into all of the work that I do so you said it was called life alignment so I'm always still I'm 43 looking Uh for my life purpose what's my purpose what should I be doing how should I be doing this is that something you try and move people towards through your healing That's a great question, actually, Kyle. I have lots of people come to me for many different reasons. So soul purpose is something that I sought a lot until I started my Reiki healing in about 2006. And then some puzzle pieces landed together for me. And I thought, you know what, soul purpose is something that everyone seeks because they don't just necessarily know what they're doing, what they're meant to be doing, what is my purpose. And I think it's a big thing that we all look for. And so I do help a lot of people to come to their their soul to meet their soul and when that part can really connect into the body you have a sense of knowing why you're here and what your lessons have led to and what sort of things you can be doing that will help your your thriving but I think our soul's always trying to lead us and always trying to guide us and it's always connected to us it's a, it's a matter of our awareness being open and receptive to that or to perhaps being blocked for some reason through fear or trauma experiences of our childhood can make certain 
I guess, impacts on our body. And energetically, we might create certain situations that hold a certain aspect of safety in play for us. And so, you know, we've got to work our way back to coming back to the truth of our essence. And and I think that always comes with the question of purpose and what am I doing here and through that journey, we often learn our purpose as well. So yeah, purpose is always a part of what I'm working with, though a person might not come to me for that exact issue. They might come with some sort of imbalance and find that purpose is a, is a, a side benefit of doing the work. But I often work with people for pot soul purpose work as well. That's what I was going to say. I've actually seen you for a couple of sessions and they have been mind blowing. So someone comes into you and yes. I know I was totally emotionally unstable, unstuck, unable to cope with life. And I was doing everything. I was seeing psychologists, psychiatrists, mm-hmm. I'm on medication and yet you were still able to access something that no one else had. So are you sometimes the last port of call for people that have tried everything else? It it, it becomes the last port of call, Kylie, because we we find the results, we find the way through. Uh, And and the key is sort of, I think, for people to know that this work exists. And what what we need to let them know is that we're working through the emotions. And I think a lot of times people are not working to transmute and go through the emotion. They sort of come up against it and it feels uncomfortable or painful. So they kind of revert and go back out looking outwardly so when you say am i the last port of call it becomes the last port of call because we find the solution that the people are needing because the actual thing we're doing is we're one working with that soul aspect that knows what's needed for your healing and two we have the tool to go through the emotion so instead of averting or diverting away from it we actually go through it and we transmute it and transmutation means that we actually experience the feeling we bring it into awareness so that it's communicating its message to the to us rather than being hidden in the body the the message is being communicated into our conscious awareness and we transmute it we change it it becomes something else and that's why that those sessions are so amazing and they work for everyone because their higher self is involved so no matter what the issue a person comes in with you'll always find a way through because you're transmuting their emotions you're transmuting their stuck energy with the help of their soul and that's why no matter who comes it always works it's phenomenal yeah so i feel you oh wow (laughs) I love that it that it does that effect you know that it actually supports everyone because it's from their higher perspective that it's working not my intention the person's led by their intention they're desperate for some sort of movement or shift or change and so they'll make their way to me which is very much an energetic kind of process how that happens they sort of get a buzz and then you know someone will mention something and then they might hear my name or of the work I do three times over and then they come and they're like wow I'm so glad I did that but you know they're guided their higher self knows so there is a part of themselves that's leading them to the work as well Also, I wanted to talk to you about what it looks like for someone coming into a session. So I had people say, I told people I was coming to see you and they're like, whoa, is she like a witch? Like, what does she do? And I'm like, oh God, I hope not. That sounds a bit full on. So what do you actually do? Oh my gosh. Well, I actually, I quite 
I quite like the witchy aspect. There's a part of me that quite likes it. Well, because I guess you're, you're connected a lot to a, a very high level of intuition to do the work. I come from a very, very soul-natured aspect, a real deep presence of love is what I try to bring to my session. You know, so there is an aspect of my own personality that's a bit witchy. Like I love tarot cards and I love oracles, but that's not what this work is. When a person comes to see me, and I work by distance as well, Kylie, not just in my own physical healing room at this point in time, it's important people know that they can access the work energetically. Um, so through the, you know, through a Zoom meeting on the phone, when a person talks to me or comes to see me, what would happen is we'd have a consultation, discuss their issues, what their imbalances may be, whether that's physical. So it could be physical pain, could be emotional pain. A lot of what I do is emotional pain for people and it might be mental or spiritual pain. So it might be someone who's looking for a spiritual purpose or someone who wants to realign their life in alignment with their higher ideals and goals. Wherever there's a blockage, so say, for example, you're wanting to move house and you can't find the right house, I can help people to unlock the energy because what I'm dealing with is energy that is one in their physical body. Your house is an another example of the energy that you live within. So I just I work with unblocking flow and unblocking energy. So they come, we have a lovely conversation, we talk about what they'd like to get out of the session. And, and so for people to think about that, we can actually say, look, if you could come and get a change in this session, what would really mean a big difference for you? What would that look like? What would it feel like? And they'd be like, all right, I might want to be more confident or I might want to feel emotionally stable or, oh, you know, I've got a dreadful infection that won't clear up. You know, these are some of the sort of things people need help with because patterns are creating these things that just won't disappear on their own. We have a chat and then I explain I'm going to they're going to rest on a massage table. I will tap their bodies. We open up to the access of the energy in the body through points. So I might touch some points on their body, which is opening a gateway to an energetic connection. And then I will maybe put some helper points in there as well. So it's a little bit like having a kinesiology or an acupuncture session where I gently touch the body. And then I would start to work with some energy gateways. And what I do there is I use some magnetic frequency to make some vortex over the body. And that sounds a little bit strange. You go, what's a vortex over the body? We're opening a pathway for energy that's stuck to move quickly through the joints of the body. And I have some special tools called vortex cards that help me to do that. And and so what we would do then is work through the emotions and we work through that process I mentioned where we transmute the emotion. Uh, so we would feel it, we'd start to change it, we then release old things and then we bring something beautiful and new into the body and that's where the profound healing occurs because the the true crystal of the core of the blockage it dissolves and Kylie you would have felt that yourself when yep. you came to have your sessions you feel that real core of the issue dissolving and to me in life there's no other way of healing some of these aspects you know say for example you have a situation that seems unresolvable and there's a couple of hefty ones where where say a person lives in a country and all of their family live in another country and there is never going to be a resolution to that. They are separated from their family of origin. That's a big thing to try and heal on a physical level. 
for example, what if um, you know a member of your family had a terminal illness and was dying, or or a child died, for example, some some issues of very heavy sexual trauma, you know, in families and things like that. So these are things when you go, where does the healing ever truly come from? It's massive when you think about there is healing available through connection with the soul and dissolving of the core of the blockage, the core of the trauma. When you bring the appropriate energies to that trauma, the core crystal of that trauma can dissolve and it releases from the body and deep healing occurs. It's, it is amazing. And it's one of those things, I think, isn't it, Kylie, that needs to be experienced to kind of be believed. Yeah, it's profound. And I guess that mm. you're making some big claims there, but I've personally experienced myself um, a massive trauma that I went through and you definitely mm-hmm. helped me move through healing in that way. Mm-hmm. So you're speaking with Kylie Roger on Good Health Radio and this is Susan Mills. We'll be back after this. You're on Good Health Radio with Kylie Roger. Welcome, listeners. I'm speaking with Susan Mills. She's a spiritual healer and teacher. Welcome back, Susan. Thank you so much, Kylie. It's great to be here. No problem. So I wanted to come back to um, distant healing. So I've experienced that through my daughter. She Mm -hmm. had a phobia last year of bushfires. Mm -hmm. Um, She'd watched an ad where the dog gets stuck in a ring of fire and just triggered emotional pain for months I didn't know how to deal with that we'd seen psychologists we've worked with it at school we'd worked with an ex-captain of the CFA and then finally I said Susan it was last resort to be totally honest help me help me with this can you do a distant healing with Gabby and yes Yes. you did and Uh it changed within about four days she okay. was able to sleep. It wasn't the first thing that she thought about when she got into bed. It was phenomenal. So mm-hmm. how does distant healing work? That seems so foreign because you surely mm-hmm. you need to be in the space with the person to heal them. Oh, it's a very interesting question. Kylie, we are multidimensional beings. And so I'm talking about soul energy. You know, the soul is an aspect that's subtle and it's soft and it's not physical. And we're working in subtle realms, okay? So to understand the distant healing, you start to need to be, you don't actually have to believe it, but you need to be kind of, well, it will still work. Let's say, for example, you don't believe it, but it still works. And the reason is because there's an aspect of you and there's an aspect of me that is higher in nature than our physical being. And that part of ourselves is all interconnected. And that's why, you know, you'll know through yoga, people say, you know, we're all one. We're all one because we're all made of the same energy. Okay. And that's why distant healing works. If I if I work with some of my students or I work with some of my, you know, clients that are traveling and they can be overseas in London or India, they can still feel the energy. So when I'm working with them online, they can actually feel the energy of the card spinning. Some of my clients can actually feel me touching their body from distance. So they know that I'm actually touching them on the nose or on the head. And the reason is because we're energetic beings having a physical experience and that part of our energy that exists in spirit and in other realms is all connecting. 
So say, for example, when I was working on your little daughter, I was spinning the energy and that was actually having an effect immediately on her field. But what happens is over the course of the next couple of days, the, the energy integrates. So my her higher self is working with my higher self and guiding me how to work while I'm doing the work. I'd, I actually do a lot of distant work now because because we're in lockdown. Yeah. So it's a fantastic way of people still being able to access incredible healing. So I, look, her higher self works with my higher self and guides me as to what priorities are required on the charts. I feed that information back to you and you're consciously aware of what to sort of look for. But at the same time, her higher self has taken the energy while she's sleeping, that energy integrates into her body and you start to see the shifts because consciously you had an awareness from the report that I sent you. But it's it's working because we're all interconnected. And when I do some of my demonstrations, I can actually show people how they're in energy fields interact with the rest of the field and it's really interesting for people to see and to gauge uh you know how their emotional bodies can be pulled off center for example and what that means in their capacity to be centered and grounded in their in their everyday life another question i had because i've been reading a bit about you as well oh yes (laughs) you talk about using utilizing or working closely with your guide team the ascended masters now this yes fascinates me yes (laughs) so do you can you hear them see them feel them how does that work Uh, well, talking about life purpose, uh, in about 2006 was when I did my Reiki training and I started to open to my guidance team then. Everyone has a guidance team and the guidance team will consist of guides, angels, ascended masters, life guides, so guides that have been with you through your, all of your incarnations. So I see, so I'm, I'm clairvoyant, so primarily, Kylie, I see. Okay, so what that means is that I have to be very good at playing games of charades. <laughs> when, I, when I first learnt my psychic development in 2006, I couldn't see, but I had definite um, awarenesses growing up that I was sensitive and my, my uncle who passed had come and talked to me, you know, different things I'd see and sense and feel. My dad and I definitely had a very common interest in reincarnation and life beyond earth and all that sort of interest uh so in 2006 when i was developing my psychic studies i had no awareness of that i really didn't i sit in meditation for a year and people would be seeing all these amazing things and i couldn't i really didn't i was like it's very very surprising now looking back i'm like wow i really was very sort of blocked in a way I, so I see and I, I do connect and I do feel and I'm clear cognizant so I can feel and connect. So when I'm working with a person, I actually can see the guides and I can see into the body and I feel it in my body at the same time. So that's why I'm very, very sensitive. But you've got to be careful. What you're doing is you're wanting to work with the empowerment of the person. It's not about what I see and say. It's about what their energy says. I use that tool to support me to do my work but I always come from an aspect of empowering the client to to make their own decisions not about what I see but I kind of use that sometimes to support um, opening or connecting to energy 
but I'd suggest if people want to see and sense and hear their guides to get into a really good psychic development class and um, you know do meditation work with the chakras but the most important thing in all of that is to be incredibly grounded and to connect to the earth because if you're not connected, you know, you're swaying in the breeze a little bit. So when when you start to connect to the earth is when uh, really the big changes start to come and a little bit of awareness, a little bit of energy work can all go a long way to helping people to understand, you know, the connection with their guides. And it's a very beautiful, beautiful thing. It gives me a lot of trust and faith in life and in the healing that I do. So a couple of things there, past life regression. I love this topic as well. (laughs) So I've read lots of Dr. Brian Weiss's books and actually in one of my healings, we did a regression together. Yes, we did. We did. Mm -hmm. So, So past life regression, how does that come up in your healing session? With the emotional content of where we work in life alignment, often a time frame might come up. And so the time frame can be this lifetime. Now, remember earlier I was talking about core crystals of trauma creating a blockage in the body. So what can happen? Say the energy of our body really wants to flow like like steam. So we talk about the three stages of water and our spirit energy wants to flow a bit like steam. And if we have a trauma or a blockage, what happens is the, the energy starts to get um, diverted so we might have water starting to pool in the body we get a blockage and then we get another trauma or a knock and then it freezes up and it becomes like ice you can think of that icicle as the core of the trauma Mm -hmm. so what we do is in lifeline we go back to the core of the trauma and that's why time frames important we go to the time frame so for example a seven-year-old girl felt unsupported by her parents which would be a usual story right it'd be very usual so what we do is we go back to the core of that energy and it might be much 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 deeper than all of that not to undermine you know feeling unsupported you go back to the core of the issue so and then you bring in the support and what happens is when you reconnect the energy of what was needed or what was unseen at the time, the core, so that core crystal of the trauma can actually unlock. So where a, where a past life might come into play is when you've been repeating patterns for lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes. And how people notice these things is when they have a situation in life that they just cannot seem to get around. For example, financial issues, relationship breakdowns, um, fighting against the same pattern over and over and over again can have its karmic roots in a past life. And a past life comes up in life alignment simply through the time frame. And uh, it's interesting because it can start as an issue in this lifetime and sometimes people that are very sensitive like yourself, Kylie, can actually have the capacity to go right back and do a regression um, sort of spontaneously. So it depends a little bit too on the energy of the person and what they're bringing to the session. Yep. So mm-hmm. karma, that's something mm-hmm. else you've just spoken about then. So what mm-hmm. what is your concept of karma? Well, I obviously I'm a spiritual teacher, Kylie, so I believe in reincarnation and not everyone will believe in, you know, life after death and that's okay with me. I'm not here to try and sort of prove that. But that is my belief that, you know, we we exist beyond this time and space realm. 
so that when I ascend from this lifetime, I'll move into a, an energetic space. And my understanding of karma from doing the work I do and how it creates blockages, if I can put it in a little bit of pastime perspective, let's say, for example, I had a past life and I was betrayed. And, and say the past life was 800 years ago, let's say, and I suffered a betrayal in a love interest. And what happens is I had opportunities in that lifetime to learn from it, but I didn't. And so then I became impoverished maybe and then I went off and, you know, lost all my teeth and was savage and raged at God because I thought, you know what, life's not fair. <laughs> but I never learnt my lesson that actually I'm a spirit, I'm a light of God. So I died in that lifetime with this harsh energy towards God, towards source, towards my life energy. What happens is when you pass, in my experience in the healing that I've done, and you probably had a similar experience, but um, we, when we go back and we release that at the core, we understand that actually karmically I block that energy down and we bring it in the hologram of our soul for repetition until we learn the lesson because we're actually, as soul beings and as light beings, we're trying to increase our awareness increase our consciousness so my my understanding of karma is that we create it we bring it and we bring it to learn so that we can unlock and grow and learn learn our consciousness lessons so that we can actually be all that we came to be to support ourselves the others on the planet and the planet to evolve to higher and higher levels of consciousness Wow. I think that's the purpose of karma. <laughs> I'm sure other people will have other versions, but in my work, that's how I understand it. And, um, you know, I feel when people unlock those lessons, it makes great um, great awarenesses for them. And once you release the core of that understanding, once you let go, say, of the idea that you've been repeating for 800 years that God's against me, when you let that go... Your life just changes because suddenly you've learned the lesson and the consciousness resolves and you elevate. So it is, it is, it is a palpable feeling. God just came yeah. up. So, okay. <laughs> so God. So, cause yes. I, when I was brought up, I was brought up with church of England. So yes. I was brought up with a God that you were a bit scared of, to be honest. Uh -huh. yes. So, yes. and the perception of religion at the moment with a lot of people is it's either really, really good or really, really bad. So mm. is this God, like hail brimstone god what what's your definition of god wow i'm so glad you asked actually kai that's a fantastic question and i would love to clarify my perspective of god god to me is universal source energy and not a man in the sky and not hail and brimstone but a, a, an energy of source and love and vibrancy and a source of spark that of all that is so to me, God is really a spark of light and a radiance so bright of truth and love. So I, I come from a family where, you know, my dad was um, a prisoner of war and a Roman Catholic and he came out to Australia after um, after the end of the war. You know, he'd been a displaced person for a few years and he, we had a really mixed sort of upbringing. And my mum was a Church of England, you know, devotee, but really there was a bit of conflict in my household around what God was. And really for, in my family, I was one of six children, our paths diverged. One sister went off to a very religious kind of um, 
pathway. My pathway became very, very spiritual. My dad had always said, you know, all men are equal in the eyes of God. And I think he meant all men and women, you know, <laughs> but it was the phrase all men. And um, I had to sort of find my path. And I think what it is, you know, for me, it's not religion. For me, it's spirituality. And to, it's, it's really about the pathway home. And I think this question of God's an interesting one. Uh, you know, in, in healing, what will happen is you might have guidance, you might have guides of certain religions that come, but they bring certain aspects. It's not that they bring the religious aspect, they bring a, an attribute such as love, honesty, compassion. And what happens in healing often when we use these energies and these beautiful beings come is for the healing of all so it really is about overcoming and being willing I think to look beyond the hail and you know brimstone kind of aspect or the old man in the sky with the long white beard and and you know being open to feeling what's the energy that's trying to come to me what's the support that I might have been locking off all my life because I didn't want to look at Jesus because of my stories in the Catholic Church or what have you there's so many conflicting ideas but for me it's about the energy and the presence and the radiance and love that these incredible beings can bring you know i work a lot with the energy of jesus and and you think you know that might not appeal to all people but it's not in a religious sense kylie it's in a sense of love and pure healing and Jesus works a lot with people who work with hands-on healing. I've faced a lot of conflict in my healing career from people who are devout uh, Christians and say, you know, Jesus will only heal from his own energy, but he needs a conduit. He needs the physicality of people to help him too, which is why I won't have any hesitation in speaking about it because, um, you know, there's a lot of good that can be done through connecting people up to passing through their pain. You are very brave, very courageous, and it is such a beautiful <laughs> thing to hear you talking about these concepts. Like a lot of people think it's all fluffy and no good, like, you know, radiance and beauty and mm. the beauty of the spark, but it is phenomenal. And what you do touches people. So, Thank you. No, Thanks, Kylie. You're welcome. So Susan Mills is a spiritual teacher and healer. You can contact her on her website, soulology.com.au, S-O-U-L-O-L-O-G-Y.com.au. But Susan, thank you so much. It has been absolutely amazing listening to you today and thank you for sharing your time with us. Uh, Kylie, what an absolute pleasure and thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be here and, you know, for feeling the presence. I really honour you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you, Australia. You're on Good Health Radio with Kylie Roger and we'll be back after this break.